It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! Are they built for speed or for comfort? You get nothing and like it. Georgia and welcome in to the morning five podcast today is Tuesday October 17th and Billy today is definitely taco Tuesday but we have a different type of food day today is national pasta day oh yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it I love me some pasta yeah me too man I mean that's, that's I feel like we had something similar to this last week like yeah, didn't we i thought we had national i wonder if that was international pasta day because i felt like we just got done talking about pasta like either last week or the week before that may have um hmm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure but yeah we may have yeah, I'm going back and uh, I'm going back and looking. Doesn't appear so, but I was like, I was like ninety percent sure we already had some form of of pasta day because we were. I was, you know, I was talking about uh, eating homemade pasta when I was a little kid, or not a little kid, but growing up. Uh, but that's been a minute though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. All these days run together. <laughs> All these days run together. Today is National uh, Pasta Day. Um, it's also Eminem's birthday. That's pretty cool. Uh, hey, yeah, Eminem's birthday, John Rocker's birthday, Evil Knievel's Arthur birthday. Mathers. Yeah, a lot of good birthdays today. Somebody named uh, Rita Hayworth. Fan of Rita Hayworth. As as much as I was giving you a hard time the other day about saying how much you like uh, old actresses, uh, I'm a big fan of Rita Hayworth. But in, in Rita Hayworth's heyday, no pun intended. Uh, Billy, the Hawks season it starts next week. We're a couple. Uh, we're a couple days away from the, the Hawks' regular season starting. Their their final preseason game, I believe, it's Friday. I believe. Uh, I don't know if you've watched any any preseason. Don't look great. Uh, lost last no. night to the. Uh, who did we lose last night to the Pacers? I think right. I, I didn't watch last night because football was on. Who did we lose to last night? Yeah, Pacers one sixteen to one twelve. Uh, we haven't looked. We haven't looked phenomenal uh, in the preseason, Billy. The the starting five, I think, is going to be okay. They will be decent, but the uh, the bench, uh, it's going to be rough. That's going to be a a rough backup unit. So we, like always, we're going to have our over under before the season begins, Billy. Ooh, and, this is going to be fun. And the first one we have is Clint Capella. Clint Capella rebounds. Is he going to be over or under 11 and a half? Okay, so just remember, I am not a basketball person as right. much as I am a baseball person. Uh, so, dude, like, I don't know. Let's see. I Let's see if you can get some. Uh, get some. You you went perfect on our Braves, right? Or you missed one or something like that. Eight and one. Yeah, dude. I think I was either seven and one or eight and one. Yeah. That's right. You missed one because you were like, you were like two thirds of an inning away or something crazy. Yeah, it yeah. was 165 was the number, and I think um, he was like one. Morton had 163 and a third. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, see if you can roll that lucky streak into the basketball, though, man. All right, uh, I'm gonna go just under. Okay, um, I'm gonna go like right at 11. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go. For... I'm gonna, I, I, man, 
for CC. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go just over. I'm gonna go just over because I think, I think CC is going to have a big year on the boards this year. So I'm gonna go. You're gonna go at 11. I'm gonna go at 12. I'm gonna go just over. I think is what he averages uh, rebounds per game. Next is AJ Griffin points per game, 10 and a half. Again, I'm. These are really good numbers. Like really good numbers. Uh, let me go just under again. Okay. Like just under. Uh, I'm going to join you on the just on. Whoop, I can't spell under. There we go. Um, I'm going to join you on the just under. I think the Hawks this year are going to have a lot of scoring options. Um, I'm not going to say they're all going to be quality scoring options, but this team this year, I don't. You know, other than outside of of, of Trey and uh, Dejounte Murray, I'm really not 100 percent sure where a lot of these points are going to come from. I mean, Sadiq Bay, uh, Bogey, Kobe Bufton, uh, Kobe Kobe Bufkin is going to have a big year, I think, for us. Um, AJ Griffin's still on the team. DeAndre Hunter, like the scoring is going to come from a lot of places, and I don't think it's going to be enough to spread around. So I'm I'm with you on the under train on AJ Griffin. I think he's going to come in just under. Probably somewhere between nine and ten, but I don't see him averaging. Uh, I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think nine, ten points is, and, and you're gonna have nights where I think AJ could go off for twenty, uh, and then you could have a, a streak of two or three games where he doesn't score at all, or he scores five or something. So like four or five. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's just there's just so many like role players and secondary players in this Hawks team this year um, to try to circle one guy that's gonna average double digits, other than. Uh, Trey and DeJounte, I think it's going to be tough. Um, DeAndre Hunter, rebounds plus assists at five and a half. I'm going to go just over. I like it. I like it. I am going to join you on there. I think, I don't know how many times I've said this, though, but I think this year DeAndre Hunter is going to have a big year. I think DeAndre Hunter is going to be a big... I mean, he's 25, he's in the prime of his career. This is sort of when he needs to turn it on. We're paying the guy close to $21 million this year. Uh, I think he's the third high-paced player on the Hawks this year. He's either the third or the second. I don't remember if Clint is getting more Good than him Lord. this year or not. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre DeAndre Hunter gets paid more than everybody on the Hawks, other than Trey and, and Clint. What about DJ? No, he's he's under 20. He's at like uh, 18, I think. I think DJ's making 18 this year. Didn't he just get an extension? I don't think it kicks in until next year. I think this year was the oh. last year. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the extension was for, uh, but yeah, yeah. DeAndre Hunter is the second highest paid player on, on the Hawks team. I think that Clint, Clint and DeAndre are, are very, very close. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you on the overtrain on that one. I'm going to go, I'm going to go just over as well. Uh, I'd love to see the rebounds. I'd love to see the rebounds alone be at 5.5. Uh, I know the assist number aren't going to add a ton of, you know, a ton in there because that'll be, uh, that'll be Trey and DJ mostly. Um, but I'd love to see DeAndre Hunter, you know, average five and a half rebounds per game. Just rebounds. Uh, so I'm going to go over as well on that one. Uh, DJ, Giante Murray, points per game plus assists per game at 26 and a half. Oh. Ooh. Just under. All right. Just under. Yeah. All right. I, I'm... I'm assuming it's probably going to be right around 1920 for him on points. And I'm not sure he's going to be able to put up 
seven assists a game. I'm not. I'm just not sure. Okay. So, yeah, that, I'm going to go just under. I am going to go over. Good. I, Let's I, go. I, yeah, I hope it does. I, I, I hope this year with Quinn Schneider that he figures out some way to have DeJounte Murray and Trey Young on the court at the same time and be productive. Uh, it didn't really work a ton last year, but I'm hoping with a full offseason this year with Quinn Schneider's um, system and tutelage under uh, with, with Trey and DeJounte under him and Patty Mills as a backup. I love the veteran leadership from Patty on that, um, in that spot. I, I'm going to go over. I think DeJounte and Trey both average points-wise. I, I think they combined for over 50 this year, uh, just, just on points alone. I think DeJounte and Trey are going to average uh, combined over 50. So give me give me, give me me over on that. I think DeJounte is going to be around 23, 22 or 23 points per game and uh, assists okay. per game probably around three or four. Um, so, yeah, All I'm right. going to take the over on that one. Will Trey Young average a double-double this year? This is a yes or no question. Yes. Yeah, he will. I am. I think the I'm points, obviously, are, are there. For sure. Um, and I think the assists, He's he's been an assist machine the past couple of years. So, yeah, I think he's going to average... Um, double double. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the double double train. I, I think Trey is going to have a. Uh, I think he's going to have another big year, and he's probably going to be ignored by the national media once again. I mean, every single every single season Trey has ever played, he's been close to a double double. And last year he got it. Um, so yeah, I think he continues it. I think he continues to be a double double train. Uh, will Quinn Schneider be fired before the end of the season? No. No, God, no, <laughs> no. You say it that way, but would you have expected Nate McMillan to be fired before the end of the season last year? I would have, I had an expectation. I had more of an expectation of that than I did, you know, cause that was in his what third season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Second and a half sort of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to so, join, yeah. I'm going to join uh, you on the no train. I, I just, this Hawks team, man, it's so topsy-turvy. Like, we just can't, I don't feel like we can get any consistency or momentum or anything sometimes. Uh, so I'm going to join you on the no train, but I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, honestly. This, this train, this, this team's so weird like that. Uh, and then the Hawks wins over under 41 and a half. Give me just over. I want to see us Ooh. go over 500 like this it. year instead of the 41 and 41 that we had last year. I, I think this year with the improvements that we made as far as like, I like Sadiq at the, um, I do too. I love the Sadiq starting and, lineup in OO and CC. Yes. I think it's a good yes. three rotational guys in the paint. I really do like that. I agree. Yeah. So give me a just over. I, I am going to take just under. Um, I'm going to take the 41 and 41, the remaining the same, same record we had last year. Uh, I I love a lot of the pieces we have, man. I really do. I, I love a lot of the bench pieces we have. I love, I love a lot of the rotational pieces we have. I like Kobe Bufkin. I like the new kids that we've, we've brought in this season. Um but I, I think we stay around 500. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right. And we're, we're around 43, 44 wins. Uh, I just, I, I don't, 
I don't have a lot of faith that the Hawks are going to unhawk themselves this year and, and not be and not be battling for 500 uh, for for the entirety of the year. But that's the uh, that's the Hawks over under. We'll review this probably about halfway through the season, and then obviously at the end of the season we'll bring it back up and uh, hopefully hopefully uh, you know all the ones where we had the players going over on their spots hit and uh the hawks have a good season this year remember if if y'all want to listen to great hawks podcast locked on hawks with brad roland you can't find a better hawks podcast like that is the best hawks centric podcast i mean i listen to it every single time they come out with a new podcast and 90 percent of the stuff that you know you're gonna get on the morning five hawks wise it's something that i've heard from brad roland because he's the uh He's the expert when it comes to Hawks, uh, Hawks talk in Atlanta. Um, so he's but, pretty great. Yeah, he's and the, the Braves podcast that they do through Battery Power is done through him too. So yeah, um, Emily knows one of the guys that does Battery Powered. Um, <clears throat> I don't know who it is, but she knows one of the guys that does that. So I got cool. we yeah we should have contacted him and had him on earlier than me thinking about it right now. I gotta ask her who it is. Um, but yeah, I, I need to I need to listen to Battery Powered a little bit more. There's an, there's another good, the Frozen Rope Report. That, that's that's K Mac, right? Yeah, yeah, Frozen Rope Report. Um, um, why am I forgetting his? Uh, Grant McCauley's podcast is really good. Oh, I've never listened um, to that about one. The Braves. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I do the Frozen Rope Report uh, just because I love Kevin McAlpin. <laughs> I love what K-Max he does. amazing. He is, dude. Uh, on Twitter, on, on this podcast, he's an awesome guy. Uh, all right, Billy, let's move on to the power rankings. It is Tuesday, so it's time for power rankings. Billy, I, I don't think we're going to have any disagreement here on the high school ones. I, I think you and I nope. are, are, are pretty similar, and I think all these teams have solidified themselves. Carrollton, Central, Bowden are clearly the best three teams in our area. Uh, I keep thinking Bowden's undefeated. They're not. They lost to Manchester and Central early on in the season. Carrollton and Central are still undefeated. Uh, and, and Carrollton's Joey King, like I said earlier, got his first 100-win uh, season. Has, has Central ever had an undefeated regular season before? Do you know? Yeah. That, okay, okay. Yeah, I figured they had. 2014 or 2015 was the last one. Gotcha. Has Central ever won a, a state championship in football? Yep. Two. Okay. Two. Awesome. All right, cool. Back to back. Really? Uh, was that under yeah. was, was that under Birchfield or no? Yeah, in the eighties. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, Carrollton Central, Bowden, all three of those teams right now are rolling. Man, Central has a good matchup this week, right? Northwest Whitfield, I think, is who they're playing. Southeast Whitfield at home, Southeast. and it's on Thursday night because yeah. of the shortage of officials. That so I'll be there. Homecoming um, too, dude. Like that sucks. It's homecoming. Uh, yeah, it's it sucks that they moved it up, but. You know, we were talking about it on the post game. It's it's better to move it up to Thursday as opposed to Saturday because it was either Thursday or Saturday was the options, and they decided on Thursday because they don't want to give up an extra day of planning for Northwest. That's the good next one. Week that's on the, the good one, right? Northwest. That's the good team. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were playing the good team. Okay, this week. Okay, so the good team is next week. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So one, two, three. Cent- uh, Carrollton Central Bowden. Uh, the next kind of the next group of two, I would say, Bremen Villarica. Bremen's still undefeated in that region, dude. I yeah. we kind of said this early on in the season. I think Bremen's going to surprise some people in that region. They're, they're a scrappy, good bunch. Um, still undefeated in their region. Villarica at number five. They had a tough home 
lost versus Mays, and it doesn't get any easier this week. They travel to Creekside, um, so it's, it's going to be tough for Villarica. Uh, at number six, it's Heard County. I think they look very impressive versus Crawford County. I, they're still putting stuff together, and they're still so young, man. Like, they're just – Heard County is super, super young. Um, They've got Mount Zion this week. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's not on a Thursday, right? No, it's at home on Friday. At home on Friday, okay. Uh, at seven, we have Temple, uh, kind of going through a, a rough patch um, here lately for the uh, for the Temple Tigers. I need to, need to get that turned around, man. It's getting late in the season. And this is when, when you want to be playing your best football. And the past couple of weeks, man, it's it's been a struggle. It's been a uh, it, it's been a struggle for the Temple Tigers. Yeah, they've lost they've lost four of their last five. Um, but you know what? The team that I saw play Lamar County was really strong. Um, and it was it was a good to see Temple's defense play. I mean, yeah, they they lost twenty three and nothing, but it does. It's a, you can lose and still look okay. Like we've talked about that with Hurt County this year, right? Right. So right. I, and Lamar County's going to win that region. It. Like, look, yeah, Lamar yeah, County's yeah, going to yeah. win that region. Yeah. Um, so I, I was really impressed with with Temple on Friday. At number, or excuse me, at number eight we have Mount Zion. Uh, they're they're struggling too, man. Uh, losses to Brookstone, Monticello. Um, what's Monticello's other name? What do they call them? They have like two names. Jasper County. Jasper County. That's right. Uh, Mount Pisgah and Mount Vernon. They, they've been Mount, Mount Zion's been struggling the past couple of weeks, and it, it doesn't get much easier for them. They play a, uh, a hungry Herd County team. Uh, Herd County team coming off a, a region win. And then they have Christian Heritage and Bowden. Uh, it's just it, it's tough out there for Brad Gordon, man. I, I really hate it for him this year. Yeah, I I, I do too. It's it's tough because uh, they've got their final three. So let's think about this. They've they've lost their last four, right? Right. Their final three games right now. Right. Her County. Good. Uh, Christian Heritage. Uh, I don't know anything about them. Decent. To be, yeah, yeah, de- decent. decent football team. Yeah. And then out at home might win state again. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's tough, dude. That yeah. and, and, and Mount Vernon top ten team. Uh, yeah, I think Mount Pisgah is now a top ten team. I think when the rankings came out this week, I might be wrong there. Um, and Jasper County very good, and I don't know really much about Brookstone. Um, but yeah, that's that's a tough dude. That's a, that's a tough schedule. <laughs> I don't know how Brad Gordon got saddled with that schedule. Um, and then at number nine, uh, Harrelson County. Harrelson County got their first win versus uh, Gordon Central a couple weeks ago, and then just got blown out by Rock Mart. Although they looked, they they held Modell to only fourteen points, and I think Modell was favored by like twenty one or something like that. So the the defense showed up. Yeah. Um, they're at, they're on by this week, and then they have Murray County and Fanning County. Once again, Harrelson County super young, a lot like Heard County, dude. There's just freshman sophomore everywhere for Harrelson County. So they're they're sort of going through growing pains that you're you're gonna have, um, and that's the uh, that's the high school power rankings. Let's move on to college, Billy. Uh, we have a little bit of a mix up. I have a shake up in in my in my yeah, top five. Do. It's gonna be it's gonna be vastly different from from your top five. And number one, I have Michigan. They're the most complete team I've seen play football this year. Um, I don't think anybody's even I don't think anybody really is uh, is close to them right now that I've seen. At number two, I have Washington. Big win versus Oregon. Battling back. Washington was down like by like 14, I think, in that game. And they battled back and, and won that one. At number three, I have FSU. I, I've sort of been giving Florida State a hard time the past couple of weeks because they've looked like poo-poo and they've let inferior teams 
um, come up and challenge them. Uh, they took care of business versus Syracuse to uh, my chagrin because I took Syracuse and the points on that one. But FSU obliterated them. At number four, I have Penn State. I love what Penn State does. They killed UMass over the weekend. It's it's UMass, so it is what it is. But they, they won 66 to nothing. So at number four, I have the Nittany Lions. And at number five, I have the Oklahoma Sooners creeping in there. I think Oklahoma looked good against Texas, and I think that's a team we have to take very, very seriously. And Oklahoma might be the team that has the Heisman Trophy winner on it right now. Dylan Gabriel is an absolute monster, and I think he he is going to have a legit shot. It's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be Dylan Gabriel and Michael Penix Jr. probably uh, in the in the uh, Heisman Trophy candidacy right now. So Michigan, Washington, FSU, Penn State, and Oklahoma is who I have in my top five. As long as it's not Caleb Williams, I'll be happy. It is not going to be Caleb Williams after the uh, after the weekend he just had versus Notre Dame. It will not be Caleb Williams. He looked terrible. Hey, did. All right. Uh, I'm starting off with my number one, which is UGA. Uh, UGA continues to be, look, man, they they beat Vanderbilt. They continue to find ways to win. They continue to be like, beat the champs. And, and until the, you can beat the champs, I'm going to have them at number one. Uh, number two is Michigan. Um, like you said, they're, they're just a damn good football team right now. And I can't stand it. I really can't. Although they, they struggled in that first half against Indiana. Like it was... It was seven seven, um, with two minutes left to go in the half against Indiana. So I I feel it. Um, Florida State at number three for me. Uh, so I'm agreeing with you there. At number four, give me Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State's starting to creep back in, man. Um, they they're starting to their defense has been pretty solid all season long. Um, I think that's been the the strength of the of the team. And uh, it kind of seemed like their offensive line had their best game this past weekend against uh, Purdue this year. So give me Ohio State at four and then give me Washington at five. So, yeah, my my five are UGA, Michigan, Florida State, Ohio State and Washington. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike that. I think I think UGA is going to struggle mightily. Um, It's going to be a tough. They will. They will now with Bowers out. Yes. But I until you can beat the man they're the man and i just you know I what have, i mean i have zero faith in ohio state against a against a good tough physical team like penn state we'll, we'll play this week we'll find out we'll find out this yeah. week ohio state's a five and a half <laughs> point favorite in that game i know yeah that's it's not going to go well for our buckeyes i don't think um but we'll see uh in the nfl my top five look like this i have the dolphins at number hey, one by the way can we yeah can we go back to that real quick yeah why the hell is that game at noon i don't, I don't know I can't explain that, man. I this is a top five matchup, top six matchup in the in the country. Yeah, and you want to kick off at noon? I I can't really. I can't answer that question. I know Tennessee Alabama's at three thirty, but that's a CBS game. Um, I I don't know, man. I don't know what the big three thirty ESPN ABC game is. Uh, this game should be a night game. It, it should, be. should be like that. Penn's like the the whiteout. Ohio State's played a whiteout, which I'm glad it's not, because it's not a whiteout this week. I mean, the um, the 4 p.m. game for Fox is Texas Houston. Like I don't. <laughs> I mean, oh Houston just just beat uh, West Virginia this yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> Duke's playing Florida State at 7:30. That's the big ABC game. Uh, Utah USC is it? I don't know. I don't know why this is a noon kick. I 
terrible, terrible decision. Uh, and that number has come down. It's now four. Ohio State's now a four-point favorite. That line has moved. Um, over to the NFL, I have the Dolphins at number one and the brand new Lions at number two with MCDC. Look at, Look at me. Lions at number two. Number three, I have the Chiefs. Um, at number four, I have the 49ers. And at number five, I have the EAGLES, 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 Eagles. I'm agreeing with you. I think the Dolphins are at number one. Uh, give me 49ers at two just because they missed a field goal at the end. I'm going to push them down just one spot. They're dead. They're, they're at number two. They're dead. I know. No McCaffrey and, and Debo both yep. out. That's, <laughs> that's rough, man. That sucks. That sucks. Uh, Eagles at three for me. Uh, I still think they're a really good football team, and, and they're probably one of the best in the, in the country right now. Uh, give me the brand new Lions at four, and then the Chiefs at five. So same five teams, just different order. It's it's crazy how these these five have seemed to separate them from the rest of the pack. But like like they like the Chiefs, 49ers, and Eagles, none of them looked impressive this week. But like next week they'll roll out and be world beaters and win by thirty. It's so odd. Um, it's very yeah, very, I had, very odd. I, I was like, there's no way that the 49ers lose to the Brownies to at a, all to and a then, third string you know, quarterback. I had, yeah, I had nine and a half points. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be easy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Uh, Billy, let's get over to our TM5 fantasy football update real quick in the fantasy football league. Do we have to? League. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, rough, been a rough year for you, although you did get a win. Although you did get a win this weekend. I did. Uh, yeah, Blue Mountain State beat Yellow Crush 117 to 101. Uh, team football remains undefeated and beats Let Me See Them TDs 143 to 107. Face for radio. Mystery owner. I don't know, man. He came in and just he's rocking the league right now. Uh, Face for radio beats TDs and beer one fifteen to ninety four. And just here, so I don't get uh, get fined, beats the Home Depot one forty seven to one ten. The standings in the TM five fantasy football league. Team football number one. The mystery man. He's winning it all right now. Uh, at number two, me Blue Mountain State. Number three, the Home Depot. Number four, just here so I don't get fined. Five, our good friend Steve Walker, Yellow Crush. At six, let me see them TDs. At seven, Face for Radio. And at number eight, TDs and Beer. Bryce, you need, all right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? I, I go for another cup of coffee right now, too. I mean, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go to the Marine South scoreboard, but I'll take a cup of coffee as well. <laughs> Uh, yesterday in the Marine South scoreboard in softball in the Super Regionals, Bowden beat Manchester and Lake Oconee Academy 18 to nothing and then 8 to 2. So they move on to the championship game today. Let's go. Mount Zion fell to Marion County uh, 9 to 1. Sorry, I, my glasses are not working. Good job. Um, Good job, glasses. Did they split? I thought they split. Uh, let's see. It looks like. Where is Mount Zion? Uh, Mount Zion. They. they Mount Zion. Um, I saw a, I saw a thing that said they split on Facebook today. Mount, Zion, Mount Zion lost to Marion County 91, and then they destroyed Wilkinson County 24 to five. What? Yeah, 24 to five. I forgot to put that on there. Yeah, they beat they beat uh, Wilkinson County in the elimination game 24 to five. Okay. Yep. Uh, Bremen Bremen beat Dawson County nine to three, then lost to Hebron Christian 10 nothing. So they're in the loser's bracket, but they still have the chance to come back and win uh, today. 
Uh, Villarica fell to Winder Barrow 15 to four and then beat Woodland six to three. Carrollton fell uh, to both of their teams, Hillgrove and Archer, four to nothing and then eight to seven. So Carrollton's season has officially come to an end. Which they were I young. For them. They were young. Uh, Austin, Austin and I talked about that Carrollton team before a lot of our interviews and we're, we were just talking about how young that that Carrollton softball team is so you know they'll, they'll be they'll be back and be stronger next year and the year after that just because of the experience they got this year on the Smith's four coverings games and events calendar today in volleyball at Harrison County will face off against Mount Perry and Christian and Central will face off against Riverdale and those are state in playoff softball. games yeah 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 in softball, Mount Zion is facing off against Marion County at 1. Bremen versus Dawson County or Douglas at 3.30. VR will play Winder Barrow again at 3.30 to hopefully. Uh, hopefully, man. Jeez. That was... Gee, man, that, that game that they lost to them last year or yesterday was rough. Wait. I can't wait to hear um, from Cody. I'll probably text him here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. When you texted me that score, happened. I was like, I, I was... I was blown away, man. I was just shocked. And then Bowden will play uh, someone at six. We're not sure yet <laughs> not because sure. he has. They have to go through all their brackets. Yeah, I don't. But he'll I, play someone. And I don't six. have the. Uh, I don't have the Manchester versus Johnson County score on that. Um, on that bracket, so uh, Bowden right now, from what I can tell, can either play Lake Oconee Academy. Let me see if they've updated it here on. On Max Preps because they haven't updated it on the nope they haven't updated it so so Bowden could play Johnson County Manchester or Lake Oconee Academy Mount Zion Bremen and VR all three of the games that they are playing are single elimination games so loser goes home winner go home essentially for Mount Zion Bremen and VR Bowden will have essentially two chances if they do lose game one. Uh, Bowden will have to lose twice, um, but I, I suspect that yeah. I suspect that the Bowden Red Devils are going to go ahead and take care of business at 6 p.m. tonight and punch their ticket to Columbus. And the rest of our teams uh, will start play uh, tomorrow. Billy, you need another cup of coffee? Absolutely, buddy. Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert be a real estate group. Georgia's Brock Bowers is dead. No, he's not. He's dead. He's not dead. He's, he's dead. not dead. He's dead. Don't do that. Uh, he's not dead. Their their chances of repeating or three-peat are probably dead. Um, he is at maybe both. He is having Being he's right. having surgery for a high ankle sprain. Uh, four to six weeks is the timetable for him to return. So I, it, it's still possible that he could return this year and play. Um, but it's it's going to be tough for the Georgia Bulldogs, man, to, to, to be able to produce offensively without Brock Byers because he has been their entire offense. Like, if it's if the ball's not going to Byers, then the Georgia offense just does not run. It just doesn't. Uh, yeah, this, this safety blanket that Bowers gives Carson Beck, who's a first-year starting quarterback in the SEC. Is, he's 106 years old, though. He's, you know, he's old enough to be a – he gets AARP stuff. Um, that being said, have you looked at Georgia's remaining schedule? Yeah. Florida, <sighs> Misery, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. Ooh, mis- misery is not pushover right now. No, they, they are good. They may be the second best team in the East. It's very, it very, very likely. Yeah. very. very and, dude, yeah. Florida's turned it on. Florida has turned it on. 
and and Tennessee's so got good. Florida and Jacksonville, right? Yep. This coming weekend or is it next? Uh, weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. So Florida and Jacksonville. Then they've got misery. Then uh, they're are they on the road in Ole Miss? They, uh, they they're at home. They're, they're at home Athens? versus Ole Miss. Okay. Yep. Then Tennessee on the road, and then. So they've got five games left, and it's just that looks well. They have four. So they have four games left. Four in a play in a uh, have, playing game. Yeah, they have they have they have four games, and then a game against the JV team in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you think about the next three, the, three of those four games: the Florida, the Misery, and the Tennessee game. All three of those are like SEC East championship games because Florida, Misery, and Tennessee. All three of those teams are you know just a game back of, of Georgia in the SEC East, and and Old Miss is battling for an SEC West championship. They're only a, they're only you know a game back in the loss column of Alabama. Uh, so here's, it's, it's tough, man. Here's my tough. question. Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here. Could Georgia not make the playoffs? I think that's a very real possibility. Um, especially with his topsy turvy and as chaotic, uh, as the, as SEC is, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's very possible. I think it's very, very possible. Could Although they, we're making wild assumptions right one, now. Do they lose one of these five games left losing the in the sec championship game and then miss the playoffs yeah oh yeah that's that's very very that's a very real possibility but by the time the sec championship game rolls around i think brock will be back well that would be helpful yeah yeah i i I think the most likely scenario right now for uga fans is they lose one of these games between florida misery old miss and tennessee uh, and then and then Brock comes back and they play they play Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship game and probably handle and beat them, um, and, and and they make it to the playoffs. I think I think a one loss Georgia team in the playoffs is going to be the most likely scenario right now for for Georgia fans. But but who knows, man? We'll we'll see. Is the I mean they could lose the next three or they could win out. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Bryce Howard celebrates his birthday with a home run as the Phillies win Game One of the NLCS. Bryce two. Bryce hired Bruce Hooper. Okay. Yeah, the guy that the guy that shot Jaws. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I still think. still very very pissy about Philadelphia. Yeah, good for I, him. I think I'm the only person in Georgia that's actually cheering for the Phillies in this series. Um, yep, not me. Yeah, I understand it. I understand it. Uh, Colts Anthony Richardson probably done for the season, says Jimmy C on the Pat McAfee show. That sucks. Dude. Yeah, it does suck, man. That's it sucks for uh, for a quarterback that came in with such hype and everything. Um, he 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 might go. Uh, he might undergo shoulder surgery uh, in the next week or so. So uh, yeah, we'll. We'll see what happens. The, a- the AC joint was sprained on his throwing shoulder during the second quarter of uh, Indy's Week Five win over the Titans. So he might be he might be shut down so for the, the season. Gardner Minshew. The Gardner Gardner, Gardner Minshew show. Yep, Gardner yeah. Minshew show. Uh, the Texas Rangers outlast the Houston Astros and take a two nothing ALCS lead. Uh, this this Rangers team is legit. Dude. They're good. Like, they're good. legit. I saw they a ch- hit very, very well, and their pitching has been phenomenal. Evaldi and uh, let's not forget Scherzer's down there too. Yeah, he is, and he's back. He's back in pitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Rangers, Rangers up two, two nothing. Uh, Kim Ng 
out as GM after the Marlins propose hiring a new president. That's kind of surprised me because that Marlins team was a scrappy good bunch this year. This this Marlins organization sucks. It does, man. Like she was, I felt like she did a very good job as GM to put that team together and to be competitive as long as they were. Like their their payroll was nothing. Like it was nickels and dimes. I, I was I was kind of shocked that they. They split ways is, is is the correct wording there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she lands somewhere else. The bad thing is, didn't like didn't we announce this that she she became the first female general manager on our podcast? Yeah. And then now like so we've been doing this for what two years now? Two or three years, yeah. And this is just She's gone already. Yeah, yeah. This, this is ridiculous. They hired. Like, this is why Marlins are terrible. Yeah, a thousand percent. They hired her in 2020. Uh, she was the first female GM in the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, or the NHL. Um, and yeah, they they have decided to part ways now. But I would not be surprised if she lands somewhere else because she did a she did a really good job of putting together that Marlins squad down there. That was a very good scrappy bunch. Um, and I yeah, I don't know why they I don't know why this happened. To be honest with you, I don't. I, I don't know. Other than the Marlins don't like winning, I think is the main reason that they probably did this. Uh, Billy, and today in 1992, the first baseball World Series featuring a non-American team happens in Game 1. The Toronto Blue Jays lose 3-1 to one to the Atlanta Braves in Fulton County Stadium. Yeah, that, that was a good day. That World Series The rest of that series was not a good day. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's funny. I was going through the like the big sports news that happened on each day this week and yeah. every single one included the Braves and it was mainly not good stuff yeah. the amount yeah, of losing that been... we've done in October is terrible oh yeah oh yeah it's depressing and, and the bad thing is is you know outside of 95 and, and 2021 there's it's not been good at all no. period in October so no 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 it hasn't no it has yeah, not it is sort of this yeah, at least at least you get there, I guess. I don't know. I've never I'd rather our team suck and go Owen Owen 162 than losing the World Series. I don't God. How did we lose this year? Ugh. Billy, you got anything else for us today? Nope. Let's get out of here. Uh Harrelson County and Central saw volleyball teams in the state playoffs today. Mount Zion, Bremen, and VR both playing for their seasons in Bowden trying to punch their ticket today to Columbus. For Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We'll see you all tomorrow morning on the morning five. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!